You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday, less than one week before the celebration of Christmas and the beginning of the Christmas season. Father James Gross coming to you, along with Father Jason Leffer from the Diocese of Fargo. And uh, thanks to Father Leffer and the great people here in Pizek for hosting us today as we are on location at this uh, wonderful general store, the J-Mart. It's a classy building with the tin-stamped uh, ceiling and uh, lots of other artifacts. And it really is a, just, it's just, really a joy to be just here. Just walking in the door, memories. I mean, it just, it, it just you, you walk in and you feel comfort of, of the past and everything that yep. represents goodness. Right, you know? and I'm sure that a lot of people who come back for various reasons, whether it be weddings or funerals, they, they have to make a stop in here because Everybody. it's so close to their experience. Now, you know, just up the road at St. John of Pomacene, we have our historical painting up there from Alphonse Mucha, right? It's, okay. you know, the whole, it's really f- world famous kind of thing. So a lot of people come in the area and I'm often here and I'll give them a tour of the church and ex- teach the painting. And mm-hmm. the very last thing I always say is, now on the way out of town, stop at the J-Mart for another for another civic experience of, of yes. history and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, and absolutely. as I was mentioning uh, when I arrived here last hour, it's a really a wonderful heritage within the diocese of Fargo here with the uh, ethnic groups that came from various parts of what is now the Czech Republic or Poland. You know, to the to the east of where we are here and numerous other areas. The the heritage of the faith that continues on from generations, and one can just imagine. I'm sure you've thought of this many times in kind of the heyday of the population heights maybe 30 50 60 years ago in a community like Pizek and is kind of the bustling of of that of those communities incredible families and large families with many children and so forth and Mm -hmm. absolutely yes yes indeed well we have with us here uh to begin our next uh, segment here at the beginning of the second hour a brother priest from the diocese of fargo uh father jason miller welcome to real presence live good to be with you fathers First of all, uh, just to give give us an update of where you are currently serving. I believe you've just begun in a uh, second assignment, right? Yes. Um, okay. So I am at Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo. Um, just moved this summer, so I'm the parochial vicar there. Now, okay. Father Mill, you ha- you have some connection to to the Pisic area, don't you? Absolutely. Yes, I was um, born and raised uh, near Lawton. It's about six seven miles west of Lawton which is just west of Pisic. So not too far. My grandma um, was from Brockett, and I have other relatives that were in that Pisic, Brockett area. And um, yeah, actually, I think some of my ancestors on the Miller side helped to build the church in, is it Lomitza? Yeah, is that Lomitza. how you say it St. there? St. Catherine's. St. Catherine's, Catherine's. Yes. yeah, the stone church there. Yeah. So, um, so yes, that's that's where... It's still there. It's still beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. A couple of those wonderful uh, country parishes that mm-hmm. you see dotted throughout ma- much of our listening area, whether it be Minnesota or the Dakotas. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, just to, to say a little word uh, also uh, as a promotion of something that's happening uh, a week from tomorrow, um, can we expect uh, your presence on the priest's team of the Collar Classic in the Diocese of Fargo? If the Lord does not come between now and then, I will be out there. Yes. <laughs> 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 that's a one. That's a wonderful, wise story. We we were wondering just before we came on air at the beginning of this segment whether you're a, a point guard or a power forward, but um, you're an indispensable member of that team, and so uh, <laughs> we are looking forward to I don't bringing wanna- a. 
we're going to be bringing a broadcast of the Collar Classic a week from tomorrow evening, the 27th, to uh, many of our Real Presence radio stations. As one who, for six years, or maybe it was seven years, I think, had to play against Father Miller and always got our clocks cleaned by him, it's with great joy and peace and wonder that I'm like, he is now ordained. And he is... Actually, yes, I, I, it's I, not just fraternal charity or politeness. No, no, really. I, I, I petitioned the bishop for six years running that he would ordain Father Miller early. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he thought long and hard about that. <laughs> well, what, what we have you on uh, air particularly to speak about and to introduce us to is something that you are doing uh, there in the community regarding the first Saturday of the month, a special way to celebrate it. Let's begin by um, introducing Introducing what uh, this uh, devotion is. Yeah, so I've um, I've des- I've decided to begin uh, first Saturday Mass in Latin at our parish. We don't have a Saturday morning Mass scheduled, and um, so I mean, how it kind of started was I say my Saturday Mass anyway if I don't have the parish Mass in the evening, and I like to s- say my private Mass in Latin, and uh, so I thought, well, why don't I? try to get some people together and we'll do this at the parish. I know some people are interested in having the Mass in Latin and so um, I just got the word out there and um, his Father Meyer gave me the okay to do it and so I've been, I've been doing it for a couple months now and, and um, there's a small crowd that comes but they're enthusiastic about it and, uh, and I just really love praying the Mass in Latin. So, so, so Father Miller, first steps first. Um, there might be a lot of people listening who don't know what First Saturday devotion is. Could you yeah. could you give us a an, and just inform us what what that is? Sure. So, it comes from uh, the apparitions of the three shepherd children in Fatima, and Mary asked uh, s- several different things among them to pray the rosary, um, and and also the first Saturday devotion in reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, um, which includes going to Mass and going to confession um, on that first Saturday, and to uh, offer other prayers and devotions as well. Um, so it's an opportunity to give people the um, chance to do that mm-hmm. um, and to honor Our Lady. And Saturday is traditionally her special day. And, um, and so I think it's a beautiful thing to bring to the parish. Now, earlier in the Straight Talk, we were talking about devotions and different promises that are attached. Do you, are, are you familiar? What, what are those promises that are attached, like First Saturday devotion? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not real familiar with the, the specific promises um, like the, the Our Lady of Fatima gives a lot of different different things. Maybe you know better than me, Father. But well, well, you know, here, this is and I know a couple of them. I, I used mm-hmm. to have them memorized, but but here's kind of what's really fascinating. I want to share this so people know the power of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so my mom and dad, they come from families, and they have, you know number of siblings, and a lot of the siblings didn't necessarily practice the faith, but mom and dad did. So individually, as I was growing up, at one point I asked my mom, I said, well, mom, why were you always so faithful? And, and, and her response was, well, I, I, I did the first Saturday devotions so that I would always be faithful. Mm-hmm. At another point, I asked my dad, I said, well, dad, why were you always faithful? And, you know, and, and he says, well, at one point when he was a teenager, he did the first Friday devotions mm-hmm. with the intention to never lose his faith. And neither one of them had knew that about each other until I asked and it came together. And I realized... Look at what they were asking, oh. their devotions, the effect it had in their lives, and then on their children mm-hmm. that they had, because all of us are, are faithful as well, yeah. mm-hmm. out of that. And so th- there really is grace and power to these devotions. And, and, and so I, know, I, you know, I, think, I believe one of those is basically that you won't be lost if you, yes. if you conduct, you know. And again, I, I'm sorry that we, I didn't prepare better to have those, those listed, but 
Okay, so that we've got that first Saturday devotion going on. Okay, then c- could you also explain to us, because sometimes we get confused, like people will, they'll talk about celebrating Mass in Latin, and they'll think it means the extraordinary form. Yep. And some don't know what the extraordinary form is, or what Mass in Latin. So c- could you give us, just clarify things for us. What does it mean to celebrate Mass, celebrate Mass in Latin, the extraordinary form, the ordinary form? What What is all this stuff? Yep. So, yeah, to be very clear about what I'm doing, I'm, gonna, I'm doing the ordinary form of the Mass in Latin. Um, so it's the Novus Ordo. No, uh, Novus okay. Ordo, yes. yes. Um, the Mass that was promulgated after the Second Vatican Council. So it's, it's the familiar Mass to people in most parishes on a Sunday. Um, but, uh, but I'm doing it in Latin. So the translations we have come from the Latin translations, so it's just going, going back to that. Um, the extra, extraordinary form is the form of the Roman Rite that was um, in, in use before the Second Vatican Council and is still in use today in various places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also called the traditional Latin Mass or the Tridentine Mass because it was the Mass that came after the Council of Trent. Um, so those would be the the main differences between the two forms. They're, like yeah. Pope Benedict said, they're the two forms of the Roman Rite. Um, and they're both beautiful and good. This is Real Presence Live. Your, uh, your hosts this morning are Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, broadcasting from the J Mart in Pisic, North Dakota. On air we have with us now Father Jason Miller, and we're discussing some aspects of celebrating liturgy, specifically First Saturday uh, Mass, mm-hmm. the ordinary form in Latin. Yeah. So, so, Father Miller, what, now, um, what does it take to, if you wanted to celebrate Mass in the extraordinary form, what would it take to do that? Are, 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 you, are you educated to be able to do that? Or what would it take if somebody wanted to do that? Right. So um, it's one of my regrets of not learning how to do that in the semi- seminary because um, I had a, a parish close by the semi- seminary that was um, run by the Fraternity of St. Peter. And they celebrate the Mass exclusively in the extraordinary form, the traditional Latin Mass. And uh, some of my classmates went over there to, to learn the, the traditional Latin Mass from them, and uh, since the seminary didn't offer a class on it. So I could have done that, but I, I didn't, and I'm kind of kicking myself for that. So um, a, a person can, can learn it on their own. I've known other priests who have, who have done that um, through their own study. There's some wonderful videos that are on the internet from the Fraternity of St. Peter that help a priest to learn how to um, celebrate the traditional Latin Mass. And there are other ways you can learn it from another priest, right. um, different things like that. So, mm-hmm. Let's also clarify that. About a decade ago, Pope Benedict XVI granted a uh, kind of a wide permission for individual priests to celebrate the extraordinary form of the Mass, uh, in part as a way of um, opening up the, uh, the the treasures of that experience for mm-hmm. those who particularly wish to do it. You know, and, and Father Miller, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I mean, there's there's sorrows for me, too, as a priest. or regret. You, you would think that, so we got Father Gross, myself, you, we all went to seminary invested lots of money in training us and educating us but mm-hmm. you know you think as roman catholic priests that one that we would be able to speak latin and know it and understand it which i can only speak for myself uh very inadequate there mm-hmm. N- number two to know our own history and and how to celebrate the liturgy as handed down for thousands of years right and again i my own inadequacy i'm mm-hmm. incompetent there I, I could not do the extraordinary form I, it would take a lot of time or effort mm-hmm. to do that which I, I, I'm, as the longer i go as a priest the 
it brings up a sorrow in me because you realize this beautiful connection as Pope Benedict was trying to show or, or, or demonstrate. Although I do tend to celebrate Mass ad orientum mm -hmm. in the ordinary form in English. Could you tell our listeners, what, what is ad orientum worship? What does that mean? Yeah, so I've, I've been doing this for Saturday Mass ad orientum as well. And um, it, it literally means to the east, facing the east, um, as a way of remembering the early Christians who prayed facing the east, the direction where we believe Jesus will return from, is the direction the Jewish people believe the Messiah was coming from, um, which Jesus did enter Jerusalem from the east, from the Mount of Olives, to fulfill that prophecy. So, so it's praying in expectation for the Lord who is always coming to us. It's the people and the priest facing the same direction to throw the emphasis of, on the ma of the Mass on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and that we're walking towards him together um, on, on this pilgrimage through this life into the, the Holy of Holies of, of the Heavenly Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yes, I, I agree that it's a beautiful way, I can speak for a priest, to celebrate the Mass, to, to um, focus on the Lord. And, and you know, and, and I guess especially this time of year, Advent, which yes. the, the primary focus is literally on that coming that you described, the coming of Christ at the end of time for judgment and new heavens and the new earth and the fullness of glory, which we, as Pope John Paul said, we are forward-looking people. We are Easter, East direction looking people always expecting mm -hmm. that this is the day as you said unless the lord comes i will be at that basketball game right <laughs> we're we're always expecting the lord to come today and so we're oriented that way mm -hmm. could could you describe to us what th those who are coming to your mass and experiencing the latin and not what what effect does it have on them spiritually yeah i've um so i've i've got a couple uh just a, a smattering of, of people, you know, and, and I've had some young people come and some, you know, teenagers um, coming with their families. And um, I've heard people describe it as um, a very peaceful Mass, a very peaceful way to pray the Mass. Um, there's also some, a little bit of consternation maybe that they don't understand what's going on, which I think is part of the beauty of, of Latin because it, it allows God to be a mystery to us. We don't have to understand everything in the liturgy, but um, it allows God to be veiled in that mystery. Um, he's, he's one we can't understand and comprehend entirely. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so I've just been encouraging people to let that kind of tension rest in them and, and to allow it to be and to, to grow right. through it. I could also see how this opens up people to the rich treasury of all of the different texts with regard to music and anaphons mm -hmm. and such mm -hmm. in Latin over the centuries. But we're uh, out of time with this segment, but Father Jason Miller, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, you, uh, tell us what, what time of day on those first Saturdays the Mass is celebrated there at Holy Cross. Yes, 8.30 a.m., first Saturday of the month, and I'm in the confessional at least a half hour before that if people want to come by and take advantage. Fantastic. Thanks again, Father Miller, and a blessed Christmas to you and to your parishioners. Thank you, and you as well, Fathers, and I'll see you at the game. Was he on the 27th? All right. Absolutely. God so coming you. up next, God bless you too. Stay tuned to hear the fun events that are coming up throughout our listening area on the 10-minute tour, and later on hear how Mary's yes made an impact in the lives of many. We're broadcasting live from the J-Mart General Store in Pezek, North Dakota. Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.